Hey, what's going on, y'all? Welcome back to Hope Ministries. Today is October 24th, which means we are on chapter 24 of the book of Proverbs of our series for the month of October, One Proverb a Day. Um, let me tell you about a day that I had today with my wife. And, uh, you know, tomorrow is actually our one year anniversary. And uh, it's amazing how one year has gone by so fast. But um, we decided to celebrate today. And Laura had just planned out basically an entire adventure day today. And we actually have not had one of those, uh, even when we were dating up till now. And we decided for our one year anniversary, it would be kind of cool to have like a full day of just doing outdoor stuff. So um, I first started off by going to the pantry diner with my cousin James. He took off back from Florida today. Uh, James, it was amazing to have you up here, bro, as always. Um, we had so much fun. He gave a phenomenal uh, lesson on, on Wednesday, a prophetic update, as he calls it. And on top of that, he was just, he's, he's, a, he's a little brother to me. So shout out to you, James. Thank you so much for blessing us with your presence, my man. Um, after that, we took off for Melville, where we went horseback riding. Um, I'm not sure if you guys ever experienced horseback riding, but for me, it put me in a very anxious and nervous um, circumstance, so to speak, because I guess, guys, I get it. I know, I understand they're domesticated and they're trained and it's like clockwork for them, but they are horses and they are very strong, right? So for me, I'm like, okay, Lord, you know, help me out here. And of course, I got the horse that was the most hyperactive, which was great, right? And Laura got the one that was pretty much the laziest one who didn't even want to trot at all. And it worked out because I was actually behind Laura. And even though my horse wanted to race like it was the Belmont Stakes the whole entire time, um, it ended up having to just settle for... A little bit of a trot and um, just normal um, walking because of Laura's blessed horse who I guess was tired but anyways we did horseback riding for about an hour then we took off for wine dance where we went uh, we went zip lining at night yes at night guys have you ever heard of this place called Adventure Park um, uh, of Long Island in wine dance and it's an amazing place um, a lot of like having to get used to like harnesses and wires and, and, and like, you know, all these things that you have to kind of clip on and clip off. But in the end, zip lining at night was so fun. It was my first time zip lining and my first time horseback riding. So it was quite an adventurous day today. And uh, so now we're just kind of hanging out. We got some Panera and we're I'm about to actually give her her anniversary gift. So um, hopefully if you guys follow me on Instagram or Facebook, you'll see that tomorrow. Well, later on tonight, depending on when she wants to um, open her gift. But yes, thank you guys so much for your love and all your prayers for us and our one year anniversary. I appreciate you guys. However, I know you're not here to listen about my day all the time. You're here to jump into Proverbs 24, right? So am I. Sorry, guys, for taking a three minutes and 30 second update of my day. But I just want to let you guys know how my day was. I hope yours was amazing. I hope that maybe you didn't go horseback riding or zip lining, but you did something fun. Okay, let's get right into it. So chapter 24 has 32 verses, I believe, 34 verses, I'm sorry. So let's get right into it in the Amplified Version. Uh, the title of this uh, chapter is called Precepts and Warnings. Amen. Chapter 24, verse 1 says, Do not be envious of evil men, nor desire to be with them. For their minds plot violence, and their lips talk of trouble for the innocent. 
Through skillful and godly wisdom, a house, a life, a home, a family is built, and by understanding, it is established on a sound and good foundation. Uh, You can highlight that real quick, actually. If you read Matthew chapter 7, where it talks about the two types of builders, the wise builder and the foolish builder. And this is basically uh, a whole entire summary of that verse. You know, um, through skillful and godly wisdom, a house, uh, a life, a home, a family is built. And that is on the rock of Christ Jesus. And by understanding, it is established on a sound and good foundation. Like I said, you're building on Christ Jesus. You're building on his word. You're building on wisdom and understanding. And that's how you form a family. That's how you build a home. You know, a house is the the structure, right? But it's the home that you have to make it become a home by establishing principles and bringing the culture, the system, so to speak, into place in what your family is going to be doing. And by knowledge, verse 4, its rooms are filled with all precious and pleasant riches. Hmm. Wisdom, knowledge, understanding. Very key and vital to a family if they want to thrive. Uh, Verse 5, a wise man is strong and a man of knowledge strengthens his power. For by wise guidance you can wage your war, and in abundance of wise counsel there is victory and safety. Hmm. I really feel like we have a lot of, we have an abundance of counselors, but we're missing that little word in parentheses, wise counselors, right? So we're surrounding ourselves with people because we think that the word just says surround yourself with people and get their opinions and get their input and just pretty much come up with your own, you know, result. However, the reality is put wise counselors around you and that's where victory and safety come, okay? Not just who you want to pick, but it's whom you pick and and what you about them and why you're picking these individuals, amen? Verse 7, wisdom is too exalted for a hardened, arrogant fool. He who He does not open his mouth in the gate where the city's rulers sit in, in judgment. Eight, he who plants, sorry, he who plans to do evil will be called a schemer or a divisor of evil. Pretty straightforward, right, guys? If you're devising evil, if you, if you manipulate and you love to break things up and cause a ruckus between friendships and cause a breaking at your job and, cro- and always cause troubles and quarrels wherever you go, you're a schemer and a divisor of evil. Pretty straightforward. Nine, the devising of, of folly is sin. And the scoffer is repulsive to men. If you are slack, careless, in the day of distress, your strength is limited. 11 says, rescue those who are being taken away to death and those who stagger to the slaughter. Oh, hold them back from their doom. In other words, preach the gospel. Preach wise counsel. Bring wisdom to their gates. Bring wisdom to their decision making, to their thought process. Share what you have with them or else they're going to end up on staggering into that slaughterhouse and meeting death a lot sooner than they had anticipated. 12. If you claim ignorance and say, see, we did not know this. Does he not consider it who weighs and examines the hearts, their motives and their motives? Hmm. And does not he who I'm sorry, let's do that again. And does he not know who? It who guards your life and keeps your soul. And will he not repay you and every man according to his works? Let's highlight that verse. I had a real hard time reading for some reason. And if you claim ignorance and say, see, we did not know this. Does he not consider it who weighs and examines the hearts and their motives? I mean, 
I think a lot of people are trying to hide behind that willful ignorance. Like, oh, no one told me. I didn't know. So I guess I'm exempt from whatever God wants to do or not do. The reality is he weighs further, much further than what you say, what you want everyone to believe. He knows exactly what your motives are behind everything. And you will be repaid according to your works. 13. My son, eat honey because it is good. And the drippings of the honeycomb are sweet to your taste. It's a great verse, actually, in the book of Proverbs. James gave, a, gave us a great depiction of that, that a, a few little kids in Israel back in the day used to be told to eat all the honey. And when they looked up, they had honey all over themselves. And then their teacher told them, this is how the word of God should be with you. Just draped in honey. Well, you draped in honey, meaning the word draped all, all over you. 14. Know that skillful and godly wisdom is so very good for your life and soul. If you find wisdom, then there will be a future and a reward, and your hope and expectation will not be cut off. Find wisdom. Long verse, long way to say that. Find understanding, find wisdom, though it costs you everything because it will bring life to you. 15. Do not lie in wait, O wicked man, against the dwelling of the righteous. Do not destroy his resting place. For a righteous man falls seven times and rises again, but the wicked stumble in time of disaster and collapse. That's right, guys. If you're walking with the Lord, this verse is basically saying you will fall. It's a guarantee you're going to stumble. It's a guarantee you're going to mess up. But you will rise again. You fall seven, you get up that eighth time. Keep on getting up. But the wicked, when a time of calamity and destruction and disaster hits, Will collapse. 17. Do not rejoice and gloat when your enemy falls, and do not let your heart be glad in self-righteousness when he stumbles, or the Lord will see your gloating and be displeased and turn his anger away from your enemy. And drum roll, please. On to who? To you. So don't rejoice. You might not want to see that person thrive, which is something you have to deal with because God is seeing that as well. But you certainly do not boast over a person's disaster because if it's them today, it might be you tomorrow. God doesn't want you to be the person who is claiming to be self-righteous when others stumble and you tell them that they received what their folly led them to. But his anger will turn away from them and go on you. 19. Do not get upset because of evildoers, or be envious of the wicked, for there will be no future for the evil man. The lamp of the wicked will be put out forever. 21. My son, fear the Lord and the King, and do not associate with those who are given to change of allegiance and are revolutionary, for their tragedy will rise suddenly, and who knows the punishment that both the Lord and the King will bring on the rebellious. Wow! So if you're rebellious and you go against your authority, not only will you face the wrath of your authority, but when you're done doing that and he's done doing whatever he has to do to you legally because he is your authority, you'll face God. And then you have to answer to God on what you were doing. Hmm. Be very cautious about what you're going to do. 23. These are... Also are the sayings of the wise, to show partiality in judgment is not good. He who says to the wicked, you are righteous. Peoples will curse him. Nations will denounce him. But to those honorable judges who rebuke the wicked, it will go well with them and they will find the light and a good blessing will come upon them. Hmm. Again, man, when you find yourself in that seat of judgment, which is rare because a lot of times we're supposed to exercise grace and mercy and just kind of, you know, overlook things. But 
However, you will find yourself in a position where you can call a righteous person as they are and a wicked as they are. And if you're calling them vice versa or doing anything that involves you not calling evil what it is or good what it is, then there will be trouble for you. Uh, 26. He kisses the lips and wins the hearts of people who gives a right and straightforward answer. Mm, ever find yourself giving a response and you're trying to find the words to fill the blanks, almost playing an ad lib, trying to describe to your leader, your mentor, your parent, your boss, what you want to say? Just give him a straightforward answer. I did. I spilled the food. I ate your cake that you left in the fridge. I forgot to pray with my prayer partner. Shout out to True Encounter. I love y'all. 27. Prepare your work outside and get it ready for yourself in the field. Afterward, build your house and establish a home. Do not be a witness against your neighbor without cause. And do not deceive with your lips. Speak neither lies nor half-truths. Do not say, I will do to him as he has done to me. I will pay the man back for his deed. Hmm. This happens a lot. I really feel like this is something that's un- that's not really addressed. And we kind of like just take it as like, okay... Well, if someone did something to me, I'm going to do it back to them. Because if I don't exercise my my boundaries, so to speak, or my ability to not let this person walk all over me, um, I'm going to just, you know, be known as a person who's walked all over. Now, however, that has truth to it. But please understand something. When someone does something to you and it's uh, it's harmful towards you, there's ways to remove the person from your life or get them away from your personal space or personal time. Do not retaliate, though. Okay, establishing boundaries and retaliation are two different things, so be aware of that, please. Um, don't do as he did to you. Just simply forgive and separate yourself from him. 30. Am I on 30? I am on 30. I went by the field of the lazy man and by the vineyard of the man lacking understanding and common sense. And behold, it was all overgrown with thorns, and nettles were covering the surface, and its stone was... Well, and its stone wall was broken down. When I saw it, I considered it well. I looked and received instruction. Hmm. Understand something here. I love how it says that I, I went by the feel of a lazy man. You know, you ever go by somebody's house and their front lawn is just atrocious. It's growing weeds and things everywhere all over the place. Or it's not upkept. And, and there's so many things about it where it's like, ugh. And the reality is a lot of people, you know, are just not working the land or working um, um, the gifting or talent. Whatever it is that God has given to you, you know. So just be very aware that a lazy man is very detestable in, in the eyes of God. It's just... There's one thing to procrastinate. It's one thing to say, oh, I don't get opportunities. But please don't find yourself being lazy and allowing things to kind of cover the surface of your life, so to speak, as this, this proverb says. Um, 33 says, yet a little sleep, yet a little, a little slumber, a little folding of the hands to rest and daydream. Then your poverty will come as a robber and your want like an armed man. Hmm. I'm just gonna take a nap right now you know what uh you know what i'm not gonna really do what i have to do yeah you know what i think i did enough for today i'm just gonna put everything aside and kind of like you know cruise put put on the cruise control and just rest here fold my hands a little sleep a little nap right and boom poverty will overcome as a robber a thief you know god has given us his his wonderful holy spirit to do a myriad of things and one of them is to do something that you can't where your weakness begins his strength commences where your inability kicks in his ability is there and where your impossible reaches 
He makes it possible. Thank you, Jesus. And thank you for this proverb. Another amazing proverb, guys. And I know that there are a few things I highlight here. But my question to you as you read this over again, and I hope you're doing that. What stood out to you? What verses spoke life to you? Are you a lazy person? Are you a violent person? Are you an envious person? Are you a careless person? Are you a wise person? Understanding person? I'm not sure what I'm not sure what verse stood out to you, but I do know that God has spoken to you tonight in this proverb, and I really hope that whatever it is, it'll edify you. It was just one more brick, a twenty-fourth brick that you're putting towards a house of wisdom that you're building with the Lord. Amen. Well, guys, it's been a long day and we finally have chapter 24 down. It pleases me to say that we now officially have six more Proverbs to go. Wow, you made it, guys. We're there. We're at the finish line. So read this one again over. Get ready for tomorrow. Tomorrow is my one year anniversary. So I'm definitely going to have to make sure I make time to do it. But you but you can believe and bank on this that it will be done it will be recorded and you will hear it tomorrow. That being said, I love you guys. God bless you. Until tomorrow, October 25th, chapter 25. But tonight, Review 24, I love you. Stay blessed. And I'll see you back here on Hope Ministries.